0: Park. I'm John Olangi here with uh, with the homie, Eddie Razo. What's up, Eddie? How you been, man?
1: Good. Good, man. Just uh, enjoying how PSG is playing. It, the, the whole sports scene is, is just like there's just so much sports that you want that you're able to consume right now. Like right now, I'm just watching the Raptors and the Magic. Obviously, this past weekend, you had like football, basketball, hockey, uh, European football. It was just so, it's like this whole month, it's just like, there's just nonstop sports.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a, we're in full swing right now. Like I said, this is like my first, my favorite, um, time as a sports fan where you kind of take it all in and you get to pick and choose what you want to watch. But, um, but obviously we're here to talk about PSG and kind of, uh, everything surrounding PSG football and, and everything in between. Uh, so let's kind of get right into it, man. Um, uh, we're recording on a Monday, uh, the day after Le Classique, uh, where we 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. we treated uh, Olympic Marseille like our stepchildren and uh, and spanked them up four um, nil. It was an impressive match, um, but uh, Golden State Warriors, man, uh, they also had a pretty bad Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and they are like, they're not the reigning champions, but they've, they've had like a big dynasty, uh, going in the NBA right now, um, you know, over the past couple of years where they've, you know, they've won a lot of championship and, and to see them kind of lose the way they did on Sunday was pretty sad actually. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So who, uh, but who do you think had the worst Sunday between my and the warriors? I think, I want to go with Marseille,
1: just because for the fact that they they got punched repeatedly in the face at a like, at a fast rate. The the Warriors, it was more slow and painful. It's just, if you were gonna get your ass kicked, which do you prefer? Do you prefer it to be long and drawn out or drawn out like the Warriors did against the Thunder, or do you want it fast and repeatedly? And then it's over with. So I, I I think I think I'm gonna go with the Warriors just because Marseille it was quick. Like, by, by halftime it was kind of over. If, if yeah. PSG didn't, if, if PSG decided, you know what, we're not gonna take the foot off the gas, then they would have had a shot at at, at what the Warriors have. But I'm gonna go with the Warriors just because. It, it it was the thunder. The thunder are a team that's rebuilding. They don't have Kevin Durant anymore. They don't have Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Sergey Ibaka. Like it's it's a rebuilding or Paul George too. It's a rebuilding squad. And they have they, old
0: Chris Paul. Yeah, they have
1: <laughs> old Chris Paul. I mean, they got some young talent, and they got the Clippers draft picks until like twenty thirty or whatever. <laughs> Who knows when? <Yeah>. <laughs> they we're, we're all gonna be on our the, somebody like Mbappe right now is twenty eight and twenty one, and he, I, I I think the 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 thunder have. By the time the Thunder or the Clippers have their own draft picks, you will probably be in his 30s. I don't know when the hell that ends, but <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Thunder just because it, it was just a long or the, the Warriors. It was just a long, painful experience for them that Sunday.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna stick with the Warriors as well, but for a different reason. Um, my, I'll say kind of you know we've 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 talked about all week how um. Uh, a V B the coach for Marseille um, Andres via boss and um the comments he made early in the week pretty much you know pretty much caving in before the game even started like just a sucker move and saying that you know the, the classic is not what is what is you know what it used to be or whatever. And, you know, because of that, Marseille didn't come out and play. And it showed so like they were expecting the beat down <laughs> You yeah, know what I mean they were expecting to beat down so it wasn't as bad. But yeah, well, Golden State is just like, what? Like what, you know what I mean? They didn't have Kevin Durant when they lost, when they won those championships, you know. So now that he's not here, you wouldn't think the drop off would be this big. And yes, they don't have Klay Thompson either, but still you have Steph Curry, Draymond, D'Angelo, Russell, and you know, not All-Star to get blown Calif- out like
1: that, yeah, not to get beat up like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: it's 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 kind of bad. And then I think we 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 all kind of <laughs> like was cheering for it because it's like with any with any dynasties, like if unless you're like a fan of that team, yeah, you want to see the the team that's been on top for years to kind of yeah. crumble down and watch their demise. It's kind of fun to see as. As a sports fan. So I, I, I think from that context, I think Golden State probably had a worse Sunday. Uh, but, yeah, om, the, they, they were expecting that beat down. And um, we 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 did that clinically with the women's team. Yeah. And the oh, men's. yeah.
1: Yeah. So between the <laughs> women's and the men's, there was a not nine, a nine nothing beat down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. It was it was it was pretty bad for them. But, yeah, I would have to go go <laughs> go to state uh, for it's- sure. Just a, one quick thought
1: before we transition to, to another topic. What did you make of the Villaboa's like comments? Like, it, it kind of sounded like a defeatist attitude. Like, well, we don't have the funds to compete with them. It's just like, okay. I mean, uh, there's a there's there's a PSG has lost to teams that that don't necessarily have the funds to to compete with them, like on 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 a financial level, but. They still beat them on the field, so it's just right. like it was. It was just like a cop out, and it, it kind of devalues for me the the marquee the marquee game for for French football.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 sort of like, you know, by him saying that it devalued it because prior to that, yeah, we understand what's going on, right? Like PSG is like miles ahead of not just Marseille, all of the teams in league N. And, you know, from a financial standpoint to the players on the pitch, the quality it's, you know, we, we know what that is, but like by you saying that actually is what devalues the kind of the intensity and the, the hype that comes with the classical bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, first of all, what type of message are you sending to, to, um, to the rest of the, uh, Europe to your own squad that, yo, like we don't have the funds and we don't have the the means to take on this team. Like, yeah, you do. Like, cause any, any, any league and team can make that case, which is just, it's a sucker it's a sucker move and a loser mentality. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad we, we, we beat them up, man, because it was it's like you don't want to see that in the game, man. Like it's, it, and then the the he doubled down too. Like after the game, <laughs> he's telling Thomas Tuchel to focus on the Champions League. Like, bro, focus on your team. <laughs> <He's> like, what <laughs> this, are we talking about here? Imagine if this, because I remember
1: this guy was like supposedly rumored for the PSG job. I yeah, I don't think I he remember. would have lasted. He I don't think he you would know? have lasted if if he if they would have gone with this guy.
0: Yeah. I remember, yeah, he's. I don't know what what was wrong with dude, but yeah, I'm. I think that was just that was just a bad look. Like that's from a professional level. Like you're supposed to, you know, get your team to get ready to, to battle. It don't matter who it is. It in whatever sport, anybody can be beat on any day. It's mm-hmm. in, the, the term any given Sunday derives from that. And just for him to to have that weak ass mentality and then to to regurgitate that and to transfer it into his players. And it was evident that they, they knew they was going to get spanked and they didn't play. And, you know, in the second half, it was more, it was more um, controlled for them. I guess you would say, and I think it's more so because of the tactical changes that Tuchel made from a PSG perspective. But yeah, like that's, 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 that's corny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Like Stade Rene, I'm pretty sure has even less funds than what Marseille has. And they've they've given PSG fits under the, uh, in the in the Tuchel era, so it's sure. just like, come on, man, like either step your step up your coaching game or uh, talk to your management. Like I, I mean, the guy probably uh, he, he probably knew the situation he was walking into before he took the job. So I don't understand why he's like complaining for the lack of funds. I mean, they, they're spent they, the 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 money that they do have. They they're hitting on horrible players like Payet, Strootman. It's just like is you're spending the, the funds you do have on guys that are just way over the hill. I, I just never understood that. Like I I don't understand why don't they go the Monaco out, get some young talented players before they blossom and then go from there and well, yeah. Well, let's just let's just move on from this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um So to kind of, I guess, stay on that match a little bit, um, Mauro Cardi, man, he's been balling, dog. Like, he's like, he's like so, um, he's a sniper, like, to me, because, you know, you don't know he's there. You don't recognize him throughout the match, but as soon as that moment happens, he's there. Like, that goal, bro, I've been rewatching that goal, that first goal where he missed a header. And then he just like pounces on the sec on the rebound. It's like he didn't even take a step. Like yeah. he he extended his leg in a way where it was like, yo, I'm getting this goal. And that mentality, man, is just kind of uh, fascinating to see. And and we we know we've known what his capabilities were. But yeah, the, what what's your take on his like recent form and just kind of everything going on surrounding him and Cavani situation? I think. He's
1: hungry to prove a point. I think he's, you know, all the stuff that went on with Inter at the end, him getting into it with the ultras and all that stuff, and and you know the club just wanting him gone. It, it yeah. kind of lit a fire under him, or I'm not sure if it lit a fire under him, but I mean there was a post game com uh, comments that he made. He said like, "This is the best team I've ever played on," and I'm kind of sh- I'm kind of sure that he's seeing players. Uh, world-class players playing with them and he's seeing i mean look it, i don't want to diminish inter but inter isn't what inter was like they're not the, yeah, they're not sure. that they're they've look at their talent they don't have that many world-class players they're they've i mean they're in the champions league and everything but you're not expecting them to win it like you did in the like the 2000s it's just yeah. they're not they're not what they were and and it goes for both Milan teams there and now he's with guys that are going to give him the ball or they expect him to be in a certain you know in a certain position on in the box to to, to give him the ball especially you know him and Di Maria are, are developing some type of chemistry together and it just seems that whenever anybody puts puts the uh, puts the ball in the in the box. He's usually there to to put it in. Like it's just crazy how like you said he's a sniper. The guy just it, whether I don't know. If, I guess people want to devalue tap-ins or whatever, but the dude is he, I don't care uh, a how a goal score is a goal he, is scorer. A goal scorer. Right? Yeah, right. I don't there's no style mm-hmm. points for them. Like there's no style yeah. for them. like if, if he could, I mean we've seen I I guess this is just for us. We've seen like Chupo Motang just uh bottle a, a, a simple tap-in we've seen <laughs> yeah like i'm i don't take tap-ins like that for granted like the dude puts them in puts them in he gets some style ones like he did that first goal where where he gets a header mandanda uh stops it but he, he sticks with it and just puts it back in and i don't think we touched on it in the first uh little segment but man mandanda he had a he had a rough night. I don't know if you saw some of like the screen caps of him, uh, just having that <laughs> face. It's like, what are you looked, supposed to do? <laughs> the guy
0: who tweeted it, but it was like he looked there, there's sadness in his yeah. eyes, yeah, but yeah. He, yeah. I mean, but even even so, I think he was their best player. Like, and I tweeted that, I was like, in 2019. Uncle Mandanda <laughs> Tonton, he is the best player for Marseille. I don't know that if you saw that. Disgrace. I think
1: it was at the fourth goal, of the the Mbappe goal. If you follow if you look if you just follow him and the way he reacts, he just throws himself like he already like once Kelly it once he knew he couldn't stop it, he he knew it was going in and he just flopped to the floor and he was like, What am I supposed to do?
0: So poor guy, uh, man. He's got uh, kids playing in front of him as center back. But uh, but just to go back on our party really quick, um, and, and this happens a lot, man, with football players with rumors and uh, the stigmas that they have. Like, you know, remember when Julian Draxler was coming from Wolf- from Wolfsburg, like there was a thing with him. There was like he's a horrible player. Yeah, yeah, I remember like, that. It's like we haven't got even a hint of that at PSG, you know, and that and that comes from like just the change of scenery. And they act like these players aren't humans. Like, yo, at some point, it's like if you're at a job and you hate it there, you you want to leave. Like, you're not going to yeah. fake the funk and act like everything is gravy. And then when you leave and you get what you want, you're going to be your normal self, happy, having fun, and you're playing with world-class players. So, like, the whole, the whole uh, idea that we got him for a bargain because of the stigma, like, I think that's crazy because yeah. what, what's the risk? The risk is, is, is his wife. Maybe that's the risk. But him as a player, he he seems to be a professional. We haven't heard anything crazy. And and I think just the just going back to the Draxler situation, it's like, yo, whatever people say in, 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 in different countries and the leagues, you know, they've been covering those players. They're gonna try to fabricate stories and to make these guys look like they're bad. But, you know, they're professionals and they're human beings and yeah, we did get a steal because we got him for a loan deal, and we we're gonna sign him for seventy mil. But I don't think there's any risk here. I think it's just a shrewd move on uh, Leonardo and PSG's behalf, and I think we we got our, our number nine for the future, man. I think it's it's really fascinating to watch him play. Uh, it, it's just it's it's just weird how they just stumbled upon it. Like I remember
1: people were like, "Who's gonna replace Cavani?" and I re- and all summer it was just like names being thrown out there. And it's just like at the very, like at the very last minute, they pulled yeah. Icardi. Like at the very last minute, and it's just like I, I, I know Ed. He has all those PSG were losers, uh, uh, screenshotted somewhere, and and oh yeah, from Bleacher I, Report, yeah, and
0: Sam Teague. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm hoping he has those saves because if I, it's just I feel like people forgot that Icardi is a former. I think he scored over 20 goals just in the league alone uh in, in, in Italy like three times. Like he's a he, he the guy can score goals. Like I I, I know I don't know sure if people forgot about that, but the yeah. guy is a lethal goal scorer.
0: <laughs> yeah. is he's brilliant bro. And that and that header um on Verratti's past, like that was oh, yeah. just like, that's that's when I was like, okay, alright, this dude just has like a uh instinct instinct on a different level where it's like he knows exactly what to do. He's just patient. And 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 two things and I and I know some we love Cavani obviously me yeah. we, we we love Cavani. We're not going to slander him in any way. But people need to understand two things can be true. Right? Like mm-hmm. Accardi is going to be the future and but that doesn't mean we have to disrespect Cavani on his yeah. way out where it's clear that he's he's on his way out. You don't have to be disrespectful to Cavani, but you can also acknowledge that and Cavani's on his way out like bro like when he, he tried to do that bicycle kick like i felt bad for my dude yeah. i'm like damn it's, it's, it's like <laughs> it's, it's the, like, the, like the for thing. me
1: for me it's like seeing vince carter right now and if he tried a dunk yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it's like i'm not expecting him to do like a a, a vintage windmill vince carter dunk like right, the ones right. i used to like growing like, like that i grew up watching it's just like uh, it's just i hope you know it, just, they just give him a, a nice send off and he enjoys Miami because the guy deserves it. And yeah, so it'll be just a perfect,
0: enough. perfect situation for the club though, because you have someone replacing him who they're, they're different. They're different type of strikers. And I, yeah. and I think what Tuku has to do is kind of identify that they are different type of uh, forwards and use them correctly throughout the season, you know what I mean? And and you can you can expect different things from them once mm-hmm. Cavani does get back fully fit. But yeah, um I I think that's going to be something interesting to watch um for the rest of the season. Yeah,
1: I, I, I want them to trigger that 70 million option to buy like right now, like just
0: Yeah, this, right, this now, weird, right? right now, right? Like <laughs> just <even> come <laughs> on. That's just,
1: just and that's a bargain. That comes considering yeah. he's a like a, just excuse the baggage. the The guy is easily worth 70, 70 million euros. So just, let's just, uh, yeah, let's just. Hopefully, it it continues, and and then we just get that bargain price.
0: Yeah, for sure. So just, uh, just last thing on the O M match. Um, I want you to pick. So the last two seasons, when we're at the Parc des Princes, the PSG ultras they put out a fire ass tifo. Uh, last season we had the Goku uh, mm-hmm. uh, with the PSG badge and then this season they have like a dragon uh, uh, with like all of its tentacles out and like there's like a a bag of money or something like that. Oh, it, uh, it. Like, it's, it's, what
1: that was. it was the Dragon, Balls.
0: It, dragon represented, Balls. it
1: represented all like it had all, all the years. All that the they years want the that league,
0: we yeah, that they yep. were on the league. Right. And, and uh, so, uh, which one is your? Which one do you think is the best out of the two? Out of uh, there is this other one
1: that I liked, the one with the with the gun pointing at, and it had like a message towards Marseille, and they had like the flares going off of it. But yes. if you had me to choose, I'd I'd go with the just the Goku. I'll go with last year's uh, if I had to choose, but I, I I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion. I really like that the 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 other one that they had that had the message because if I'm not mistaken, I'm I, I'm not too clear on what the picture is or no no not where exactly they got it from, but I'm pretty sure that has, that's one of the characters from The Purge. Um and and it's just like it, yeah, that that one was like underrated for me. It flew under the radar for some people. But if you had me to choose between the Goku one and the Shenron one, I'd go with the Goku one still.
0: Yeah, me too. I I think the Goku one is untouched right now. Just not even just um, on the ultras themselves. I think in Europe period, I think it's the best one I've seen uh, in the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it on the the, the classic and um, and everything that happened in that match. Uh, so let's move on to the next topic. I wanted to talk about um, Kylian Mbappe and um, Marie Antoinette Katoto. She is the forward for the PSG women's team, and sort of just how um, the PSG social media team and their whole marketing team has been doing uh, things a little bit differently. I think we've all noticed they've been doing things a little bit differently this season from a marketing standpoint, from a social media standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted you to kind of touch on that and kind of speak to what what you liked about it and how they're intertwining the men's and the women's team as one whole club. It's just, it's just PSG. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, it, it's really good that they intertwine both the men and the women's squads because like, if, if you haven't seen that interview, they asked. Kylian Mbappe, like, what do you like about her game? Like, what exactly, you know, describe her game in, in your own words. So it's really cool to see that. It's it's not every day where you get someone like Kylian Mbappe just put together. It, it kind of shows that he watches the women's game. He might not be there uh, every day or, or every match day, but for him to actually put together, like, actual... You know, adjectives. He just didn't say. Oh, she, he didn't say anything cl- cliche. Some of it was a little cliche, but when he went into detail about her game, like, dude, like it obviously shows that he he watches he watches her play. So it was it was cool to see that. And again, it's just PSG is doing. Uh, again, I don't want. I'm not gonna say that they're the best at what they're doing right now because I'm I don't follow every club and I don't know how they intertwine both both squads. But PSG right now they're raising the bar when it comes to just putting faces and, and names to to the players on the pitch. Like, like we we saw the what they did with the Jordan stuff. Like, yes, they can easily just promote their guys and their star players when it comes to that. Uh, the 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 lines uh, for for this season. But no, they also did the women's. Like, they had the women's model some of the clothing lines uh, for for their for for this season. So it's just and and they've done the whole Eiffel Tower training. They've introduced players at the Eiffel Tower through social media. and it's just like they're they're just taking it at another level that just I have not seen,
0: yeah, for sure. it's 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 commendable, man. it's it, like it's 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 something that uh, it touches on a deeper, deeper issue when it comes to women's football in general across the across the world and how it's covered and how shit, how shitty they're paid and all of that so you know for for PSG a big club like this where you know you have two of the best players in the world on your roster you can easily market everything through them but there, you know, there seems to be something different. I don't know if they have different personnel or somebody younger in there or somebody who's more in tune with what's important. But they are prioritizing to make sure that they, they have the women and everything that they are marketing, whether it be the apparel, matches, and just that interview that you brought up. You know, uh, the Classiques land, landed on the same, same weekend for the men and women's team and then you have a 20-year-old forward with uh, Katoto who's like balling right now. She has like um like eight yeah, goals. Yeah, she scored two and goals too. She scored two goals in the She scored the the brace yeah. just like Mbappe did, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. She she she's on like eight goals in seven matches. Um 20-year-old, you know what I mean? Kind of same storyline with killing Mbappe and you know to identify that like when you when you talk about content, putting out content, I think those things are important to to identify and and it was beautiful to watch, and and I think it's it's important that they keep this up. Like you said, they are not gonna everything is not perfect because during that video, um, I was watching um how they were like on the plane going to Marseille, and they were on a commercial flight, yeah. you know, they, you know, on a on a regular flight with like other passengers who aren't yeah. that part of PSG, and you know, comparing that, that to the men's team who have their own plane and. It's just the staff and the player, yeah. so things can still get better, obviously. But it, that there's there's a start, and then at least they're doing something. So that is definitely commendable.
1: Yeah, and and hopefully with time they'll you know they'll be able to fly out uh, first class, and don't have to fly out with just the regular people. And and I, hopefully that that starts changing as as time goes on. But uh, like I said, the PSG they're putting themselves on the map if you're a women's professional player and you want to play at the highest level psg are are making themselves known and just say hey we we're just not going to focus on well well, yes there's football and it's important and we want to win and and all that but we're going to make sure that you're 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 included in everything that we do it's just not 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 just we're not going to focus on the men like any promotional stuff that that we got doing or that we're doing you're going to be involved you're it's just you're, you're just not going to be a number or, or or just a player like we're going to do our best to put your face and and your name on anything that we can so it's just that's like you know just just adds a little more extra to to anyone trying to decide where where to play
0: yeah, for sure. It's um it, it's it's it, like I say it's commendable. And they um they're no they're top of the table right now in yeah. the women's French league ahead of the big bad Olympic Lyonnais. you know, the PSG are undefeated. They haven't even drawn a match. So, uh, hopefully they keep it up. And and to be quite honest, man, it's also I don't know if this is directly or indirectly, but you know, it it it, it makes people if they weren't paying attention to the women's team you see that Mbappe interview mm-hmm. with uh, with um, with Marie Antoine katoto and then they show highlights of her scoring. And then you're like, oh, shit, she's like she's yeah. really good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like she's like she's she's badass. And and like uh, you now maybe that can be something that can spark a, a interest for you to to pay attention to their yeah. matches, watch yeah. more of their matches. So. Yeah, it works out, man. I just I just want to see more like
1: no offense to them, it's just they felt a little stiff. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if, if I'm pretty sure if that was like Compembe, uh, it would feel a lot loose and and, and more like uh, relaxed cuz I, I even Mbappe, I I there's times where he shows his personality, but he's pretty private. Like he's not like a like he's again, he's not like Kampembe. Kapembe is is flamboyant. He'll he'll He's over the top. I mean, we saw the the comments or the shots that he had against Marseille. I'm pretty yeah. sure you're not going to hear that from Kylian Mbappe. So it's like next yeah. time they decide to do some crossover like this, I would like to see like Kempembe and then whoever has that outgoing personality from from the women's squad. And then and, and I'm pretty sure that that's going to be fun to watch.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So, uh, let's switch over to the next topic. Um, so I wanted to talk about, um, some comments that, um, the, the legend Michael Jordan <laughs> made about, uh, the golden state warrior, uh, point guard, Stephen Curry, obviously Michael Jordan owner of the Jordan brand PSG has a, as a partnership with them. Um, you know, we know Jordan, he's the GOAT, right? Like, there's no question about it. There's no debate. He is the GOAT. But he said uh, in an interview with um, with Today, uh, I forget who the publication was, but um, he said that Steph, Steph Curry is a great player, yeah. but he's not a Hall of Famer. And, you know, it's like anybody in their right mind knows Steph Curry is a Hall of Famer. Is a lock. He's a MVP. He's won championships. Like he wasn't supposed to be where he is right now. If you talk about his height and just coming from a school here in North Carolina where I where I live, small school called Davison. And for him to kind of just be where he is right now in the league. And for Jordan, someone who, you know, the best player ever to say that is kind of ludicrous. And I kind of relate that to uh, we hear this in, in, in soccer Twitter all the time where this interview was like ex-Man United players said such and such about Paul Pogba and uh, like recently, I forget his name, I think he pleased an ex-Liverpool player, he said that Kylian Mbappe won't win the Ballon d'Or. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah unless, PSG.
1: yeah, unless it's <laughs> France.
0: Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean, like why are we valuing, Why why do you think media outlets and... Just fans, period, value so much what ex-players say. Like, even if it's the GOAT, like Michael Jordan. I,
1: I, I, I do not. I think, I don't know. It's just some, sometimes it can be sound bitter, especially when you hear at former players talk about how little they got paid when it comes to, like, financial stuff. But when it comes to, like, on the pitch and stuff like that, it's just, I don't know, it's... It just comes off as bitter. You come off as the the get off my lawn type of people, and <laughs> definitely get off my
0: lawn. Anthony. It's just like I,
1: I don't know. <laughs> like maybe they're thinking the way it was when they were playing. Because, I mean, if Kylian Mbappe goes in, knock knock on wood, PSG win the Champions League, and he's like the key figure, uh, he can win the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> Like, yeah. him playing in France is not going to be an issue. Like, it, it, it's just like in, in 2019, people have access to all matches. People have access to highlights of the matches. It's not like in the 90s or early 2000s or even the the the, 2000, the, the late 2000s where uh, streams were shoddy. Nobody, it was difficult to get matches from this country or that country. And yeah. Now, every match is at your at your fingertips, you can, you can, I mean, I, it's just, it's easy access and, and I don't know, like they, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. That was just a weird comment for, for him to make.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't understand. And, in in his, his sort of the, the, the root of his argument was the French league like you're talking about, but it's like, he's from France. Like, it's the perfect storyline for someone to win the Ballon d'Or, to win it in your country, in the league of where you're from, and you just came off of winning the World Cup with your country. It's like, but it's uh, you know, like it's. I think there's a there's a bit of uh, bitterness there with certain players. You know what I mean? They didn't. They weren't generating. They weren't making the same revenue that these players are making. They weren't getting the the sponsorship deals or any of these uh, kind of advertising. A promo shoots and just all the all the extracurricular things that are happening for players now it wasn't happening for them and you can you can you can say that most of the stuff that's happening today is because of what they did back then mm-hmm. but it's 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 just like yeah it's real get off my lawn energy and i I don't like it in football it it, it happens every week like during During uh, the the transfer window in the summer, it's always an ex-Barcelona player says that Neymar needs to leave Paris, or it's like, yo, who asked you first of all? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? First, and then why are we even giving this stuff any value? Like, who are they? Even again, going back to Michael Jordan, like, bro, your team, the Charlotte Hornets, are like trash. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, like that's what you need to be focusing on is making sure you're the team, the franchise that you're running. Is getting to a playoff spot or being competitive. you sitting here talking about a kid who's from Charlotte, North Carolina, and who's one of the best players in the world, when the greatest shooter of the world, you're gonna argue, and you're saying he's not a Hall of Famer, it's like, what makes you even say that? I, I believe it's trolling, <laughs> me personally. Yeah. I think they're trolling and just you know, some you know, you don't hear from them a lot, so that when they get to say something, I guess they gotta say some. Something absurd to, to yeah. be to be valued, but it's it's nonsense. For for some,
1: I think that that competitiveness doesn't turn off. You I, I there's yeah. some former athletes where they'll they'll compliment player a player, they'll they'll praise them, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and they don't come off as bitter. But then you see guys like like Jordan and all these other players like uh, just taking runs at, at the players in this generation as can you know compared to their generation. But it's just like it is. It, it's, it's something like like it's just, just just the draw of the luck. They just happen to be born or or be adults at, at this time. It's it's just that's how it is. It's just there's no other way to put it. It's just the luck of the draw. Some people are born in, it and just lucky. You know, they're just luck of the draw and they're born in this this
0: generation.
1: Yeah, I I
0: think it, there's there's a lot of that. Uh, the, you know, the the millennial stigma. Yeah. You know, uh, you know I, I read a lot of articles uh, where the the headline is millennials aren't getting married these days. Millennials aren't buying homes. Millennials aren't doing this and that. Like, what? what? Like, can we like how do you think we got to this point? It's because of the shit that past generation. Yeah. Did that's affecting what's going on right now. So, yeah, it's 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 all that. But. I thought that was interesting. How you know what Jordan said is kind of what we hear in, in in the football world on a week to week basis, where these publications are like being thirsty to interview ex players to yeah. to shit on current players. I think it's corny. Yeah, yeah. So uh, to move on to our last topic, um, uh, over the weekend uh, Arsenal. Uh, were playing i forgot who they were playing crystal palace uh in the premier league and um you know unai emery the the the, the he has arsenal on fire right now <laughs> the place yeah. is burning down and he's he's um he's kind of head you know ahead of all that's going on over there but uh something interesting happened and i wanted to get your take on it um so granted, jaka is like the captain of the team. I don't know how. <laughs> he's the captain of the team, and he gets uh, subbed off, and then um, he throws the armband to Pierre-Emerick Obama Young, and then he gets booed, and then he tells the, the Arsenal fans to fuck off, and <laughs> then he, he takes off his jersey. Uh. he's like, he got subbed. He's not hurt or anything. He got subbed, and he um, he could, you know, he could have just went to went sit on the bench, but he went down the tunnel, took off his jerseys. And uh, apparently he threw the jersey. And then so like and then Arsenal fan TV, if you're familiar with that channel, it's really funny. Uh, you know, one of the guys on their troops was, was saying, like, um, you don't do that as a, as, a, as a player, as a captain. You don't say F off to the players, uh, to the fans, and you don't take off your jersey. and You don't do all that. Mind you, they've been kind of having that energy towards him all season, pretty much his whole time at Arsenal. And I kind of want to get to know your perspective. With you know, we've kind of seen this with the Ultras at PSG where, you know, the Ultras really feel like they are the voice of the team of the fans and they can do whatever and how they booed Neymar when he came back and kind of what's the is there is there a fine line between what's right and wrong? with players and fans, you know, can, can, yeah. can, you know, players are humans too, right? Granted, Jocko's probably got tired of them booing him <laughs> every game. Yeah. So he told him to F off. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's
1: probably a toxic, you know, toxic locker room, right? You just don't know people. this is The thing is that some fans think that they know everything that's going on in the club, but you really don't, you don't know what's going on behind doors. It's to yeah. me, it sounds like Arsenal is, it's just, it's just toxic as hell it's just it, it's an environment where nothing productive is going to get done and it's just more frustration you have like Emery benching or or not even calling or, or putting in Ozults or yeah. or anything like that it's just like that whole environment is toxic and it's just at some point you just get tired of it it's like when you work at a, at a job you hate like at some point it's just going to be like you know what I'm tired of working here. Like I, I've had it. It's, I've had it. and it, I'm, Everybody can relate to that. Everybody's worked at, at a place where it's toxic or, or, or the manager's an asshole or or you just don't like your coworkers. And it's just like, at some point, you just don't give a shit anymore. Like, I just, I'm, I quit. Like, I think for me, that was, I know he's probably going to put out a statement, but that kind of solidified him saying, I quit. I'm done. I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. And it's just... Yeah. I think our, our Arsenal fans are in that—they're uh, still delusional that they're a big club. They're not a big club anymore. They're—they're uh, <laughs> they're in that mid-table to to whatever you want to call it, that that next tier. They're—they're they're just. Uh, they're not a big club like look at the money they spent they they look i like pepe but 80 million for pepe that 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 was stupid money spent and who on arsenal are you gonna say yeah that's that's the marketable star like i like obama young i like Lacazette, but they're not gonna they're not big names they're, they're they're really good players but they're not superstars in what they used to have and i'm not sure if their fan base has hit that reality where it's just like I don't know what superstar is going to say yes to Arsenal anymore.
0: Yeah, I think it's like with the fan base. I think it's and I see this with a lot of fan bases, even PSG supporters, where it's like we have this privilege as 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 as, as spectators. We're spectators, and I was mm-hmm. listening to the guy troops on Arsenal fan TV saying like, "Yo, we we pay your wages and we we uh, we we oh. support you and, and do all this. Like you you should never." cuss out the fans and like yo y'all cuss him out every game like every game y'all say he's shit he, he he he's a he's a disgrace to to arsenal football club and then when the one time he really shows his authentic emotions even though it was you know as a captain and you don't do that whatever but yo, know, like he's justified in his emotions as a human being like yo he reads the tabloids and he he sees what's going on and i think as fans sometimes man it's like, there's, there's like, a, a fan, there's, like, a super fan, and then there's, like, an unrealistic fan. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, You know
1: what I mean? <laughs> it's weird. It's only soccer you ever see that. Like, in basketball yeah, you really I don't think, oh, see that. You I, don't see that in American football. You don't see that in baseball. You don't see that in hockey. It's just, like, fans in, 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 in soccer, they feel more entitled. Like, like yeah. I, yeah. I just don't know where that get, comes from. Like, no dude you're not entitled like you're not i don't know it's just i don't know like i've watched sports all my life and 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 it's it's always that sport where people feel like they can cross that line and and take runs like we've seen with the cardi cardi got he was about to fight with some of the ultras like they were exchanging bars and and it's just like i don't know like it's just they cross that Fine line that other fans and other sports don't, and when they do, they they do get punished for. It. I mean, you saw a guy in, in I think it was at Utah when he got into it with Russell Westbrook last season, and and that yeah, guy got he bom- that guy they banned him. I'm not sure if he got banned or whatever, but then he yeah, also they had, banned
0: him from the from the arena. Yeah, yeah,
1: and then you also had the 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 minority owner of the Warriors like shove Kyle Lowry in the finals, and he got banned for a year. Yeah, and and it's just like. I don't know. Like, it's gonna be up to clubs say, and that finally step up and say, "Hey, you know what? This is what's fine, and this is what isn't." And and until then, you know, we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, it's it, like you you're right, man. I don't I don't know what it is about football fans. I think I like, we're I think that's why it's it's a it's a special bunch. That's why football Twitter is what it is, man. It's it's something else. It's a different type of passion that I, I'm sorry, I love PSG, I love football, I love soccer, but it's something that I just don't have in me to to care that much to where it's, like, effectively affecting me emotionally where I can control it. Like, bro, like, these guys go out there to entertain us, right? Like, they go yeah. out there to, 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 to play good football and entertain us. Mm-hmm. I don't have any right to, I don't, you know, they don't owe me shit. They yes. don't owe me nothing. Like, they're going out there to do their thing. And, you know, they're going to react, bro. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's crazy. And, and to kind of relate back to, to Neymar and the Ultras, like, yo, Neymar has pretty much flipped the entire script. Like, he's now the good guy in this situation, right? Like, yeah. he, like, he kept himself composed during that entire situation. And, like, he's now being seen as the guy who's hand- handling himself. Um, Uh, Professionally, (laughs) as 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 the the ultras are looking like the lunatics who are like booing their own player, like it's you know what I mean. So I think that's that's an interesting dynamic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how that that uh plays out. But I mean, it's just like you said. I don't have I love PSG, but I just don't have that that much in me to for it to affect my daily life, like. There's some people and look, there's nothing wrong with it, but like, it's just, I'm not going to trash anyone, but it's just like, uh, you don't let it affect your, your happiness. Like I'm rooting for, I'm my, my football team is 0 and 8, but I'm not, I'm not letting it, you know, ruin my Sundays. Bro, let's not even go
0: there, bro. Let's not even go there, Eddie. Like
1: it's not ruining my Sundays. I mean, I, I, I. When it comes to football, I just okay, yeah, we suck, okay. Yeah. Screw Mike Brown. He's yeah, a horrible I owner.
0: I didn't watch any American football yesterday. Like I, I, I know that my team lost, but I didn't yeah, even same. watch. I didn't even you know same what I mean. I, I didn't I, even... I'm just
1: looking forward to the draft. That's it. Yeah. I, yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> it. That's all of the draft. That's it. Like I know I my team even,
0: I didn't even make myself susceptible to any of that agony. And you like, you have a choice, right? Like you have the choice to not take in the bullshit and <laughs> it makes for a good day and you, know, you know what's funny yeah. is that they
1: the arsenal fans are sick and tired of stan Kroenke, but yet they still go to matches <laughs> you're right. giving you're it's just like okay you hate the owner you want change but you still keep going to games you still keep giving them your money like
0: right. and that's the argument that they make too it's like yo we're the one who are you know we're showing up and you uh, he owes us that. Like, no, nah, you, you don't have to go to these games, bro. You see the state of your club. It's it's in shambles right now. Your your coach doesn't know what he's doing. He he uh, <laughs> he like he literally doesn't know what he's doing. He's, oh, he's in over his head. Same thing at PSG. Uh, in over his head. And y'all are supporting. Like, he clearly is more invested with the LA Rams. Yeah. So they're doing really good. <laughs> but the LA Rams did not have the history of Arsenal Football Club and you see where he's prioritizing his funds and his I time. I
1: actually think that Emery's uh, uh, look, uh, Arsenal just aren't a big club anymore. I don't know what they were expecting but they are equivalent to Sevilla in, in La Liga. They're like that, uh, they're that mid-table club that can climb up to the, to the upper echelons once in yeah. a while and, and then make some noise in the Champions League and Uh, or Europa League, whichever, and it's just, that's what they are now, like, I I still think that their fans are just in disbelief that they're not a big club that they used to be, it's just, you gotta face reality sometimes, and just realize that you're an upper middle, an upper middle class team, like, you're you're not a mid-table club, but you're not a, you're not one of the elite clubs in, in England anymore.
0: Yeah, you are what you are, man. Like it, <laughs> yeah, like it's just face the music, bro. You are what you are, man. So yeah, I think that's um, that's it for uh, for the topics we got today. So uh, um, I don't know if you got yours already queued up. Uh, yeah. What's the craziest tweet or whatever thing that you saw on uh, social media over these past two weeks?
1: Uh, I'm gonna go to Mexico and. It, it was an ugly last uh, week or so. Uh, th- th- there was two incidents where it was kind of a black eye for Mexican soccer. Uh, you had uh, Veracruz whose players haven't been paid in over six months or they, they haven't the uh, last time they got paid was six months ago. And so they the game last week they decided to protest the first couple of minutes uh, of the match. They didn't play, they, they didn't move or anything like that. Wow. And they thought that the 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 opponent, which is Tigres, would just be like, okay, we're in solidarity because we're all players. Like We want to see you guys get paid and everything. Um, but they didn't. They scored two goals while but the they protest didn't. was going. <laughs> the two wow. Goals, they, 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 and everybody was hammering them. It's like, how could you score two goals while they're trying to protest their wages and, and everything that's going wrong with that club? and mm-hmm. and yeah, they they were getting roasted. and and it was really bad because you know, it was a bad look because think um, this, uh, they've been relegated to to second uh, to you know, they've been relegated. so and and now they're 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 they have money. So it's just a lot of people are like, well, why don't you guys remember when you were in that position being relegated right and right a disaster, But yeah, but that was it. And then that last week. So-
0: did they did they did did they like come out with a statement apologizing or they, not, are they just they,
1: they were like they said that they were, were only gonna protest help state uh help protest for like a minute there was no clear as to what the minutes were like <laughs> the the other team said that they knew it was three minutes the other the tigres they said that there was only one minute like that's it they were gonna give you and so they it was didn't just, have it was, a
0: plan to do anything
1: no it, it's just like so much miscommunication and and yeah it was just awful and then the other one that was a little bit more serious uh it's just uh you've seen uh san luis fans and queretaro fans they were they were fighting in the brawl or they were just it was just a flat-out brawl in, in the stands and and they had to actually cancel the match, uh, like with like stoppage time just left. So it was just it got ugly because everybody that just didn't want to be in the stands fighting or just trying to get away from it, they had they actually just got onto the field because they didn't know where else to go because it, it was just it was just it was just yeah it was just really ugly and and it was just uh, this that that match in particular was like a black eye for it was just to put it in equivalent for like any American fans it was like uh if the malice at the palace was like on steroids but it didn't include any of the players it was just like just the fans in itself it was just the fans fighting uh amongst themselves wow
0: wow (laughs) that's that's wild bro that's yeah that's crazy i didn't even i gotta look into that that's that's crazy yeah so um so i guess the craziest thing i saw uh, I guess I've been having some positive ones over the past few weeks. Kind of stick with that. Um, I got Thiago Mota, uh, you know, our old number six oh, old yeah. player. Uh, he is, <clears throat> he's now coaching in Italy. Um, I believe the club's name is Genoa. Yeah. Uh, Genoa. Yeah. And his first match against uh, Brescia, they were down 1-0. Thirty four minutes in. He subs in uh three players within like twenty minutes of each other, and then <laughs> those three players ended up scoring yeah. to win the game three one. I thought that was real fascinating and just like so Tiago Mota like. Like he's just one of those players, like he he's always he's real tough, he's real greedy, and him coaching in Italy is like perfect. Yeah. Like I felt. That was a good move for him, man. And I thought that was pretty fascinating that, like, they were down 1-0. The three players that he substituted being the ones to score and for them to win. I thought that was dope.
1: Yeah. I would like to see PSG, like, start developing, like, coaches like like Mata, like, Maxwell how to position here. It's just, like, that's it's really cool to see them, like, start here and then venture off and and, um, and, and do their own thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, he was coaching the, the, the youth squad yeah. before they got rid of the youth squad. And I don't think he left on good terms. And I think that had a lot to do with uh, the old, um, the, what's his name? And Enrique. Yeah, I think I don't think they got they got along too well. Uh, but yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yo, I can definitely see him coaching PSG uh, later down the line and, you know, let's mm-hmm. see how he does this season. But yeah, I thought that was dope. And. We should, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not always the, the biggest fan of bringing in former players to coach, um, mm-hmm. but you know, if it, it, you know, if it's, if it works, I'm, I'm for it. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes uh, it's an emotional thing that clubs do to, to, to have their former players coach. They remember when Monaco had Thierry on. Henri, no. like, that happened. Like, people forget, but that happened. <laughs>
1: it was like, that happened, like, a couple of years ago. Yeah, no, bro, <laughs> it, was last it was literally, year this like, time. Last like, last year. year. <laughs> last year at this time, he was getting hired. And bro, then, like, yeah. at the start of they the new
0: year, he got fired. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Obviously, uh, Frank Lampard is, is not doing bad at Chelsea right now, yeah, given, given that they have a transfer ban and all that stuff, so. Yeah, I would definitely love to see uh, Chagomoto or someone. I mean, at of least that. some of
1: these guys—they have like some type of experience. So, like, uh, like at least being the man. It, I think Lampard was was he coaching somewhere? I don't know. I think he was coaching somewhere from. Yeah, mistaken. he was coaching
0: somewhere. So you're right. He had prior experience.
1: Yeah, so it's good. Like, you know, like, like Thierry Henry—he was just on the bench for the Belgium team, and and that's it. Like, he didn't have any yeah. experience being the man. Uh, at least. Uh, and I know uh, Javi. Like I've I've seen like people at Barcelona fans are like we we want Javi, and Javi's coaching like in um I think he's coaching in Qatar if I'm not mistaken. But at least you know get some of the, get some get some experience and 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 go from there. You don't want to hire someone that just is just fresh out of playing. Like I mean we've seen Jason Kidd retire, and then he he automatically got I I think it was at the Nets job, and and it's just experience does account for something it's not everything but you don't want to be the club that hires an inexperienced coach and then you end up you know having to suffer the consequences of that
0: yeah yeah i agree i think uh what's his name uh, vincent company uh, he mm-hmm. went to Anderlecht, and he was like a coach and a player and that failed yeah. <laughs> that, that failed miserably he gave up the managerial position i think uh, or something like that and and he's just now a player, and so uh, yeah, that's it's always it's always interesting when when they try to throw players in the fire like that. I'm hearing that uh, Patrice ever wants to coach soon. That would be funny as hell. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, and they'll probably give him the man-new job.
0: <laughs> hey, look, they'll they'll do anything over there, man. It's, yeah, it's it's a bad deal, but yeah, enough of enough of other. <laughs> other uh, other clubs in, in, in other countries. But yeah, I think that that's pretty much all we got today, man. Uh, a solid show. It was a pretty solid show. Um, again, thank y'all for listening to 24th and Park. I believe we're on our sixth episode now. Still rolling. We're still uh, going at it. Um, again, subscribe to us on all the, the, the podcast platforms on YouTube. Check out psgtalk.com. Talk, uh, dope website. All the content on there. Um, check out our other podcasts, uh, the PSG talking podcast in the 1970 with Ed and Mark Damon, and, uh, we'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace.